Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Morgan. Today, we are talking about sex, and we're going to talk about it from the lens of attachment theory. So we'll look at anxiously attached sex, securely attached sex, all the different ways that your attachment style intersects with your sex life. This topic is endlessly fascinating, and I want to give you all the information. Um, One thing I know is that there's a lot out there about how to improve your sex life or things you should try, spice it up, etc. I'm here to tell you that if you have not developed a secure attachment with your partner, anything that you're trying uh, may give you like a short-term improvement in your sex life. However, research points to the thing that really truly improves your sex life over a long period of time is when you are securely attached to your partner. And we'll talk about why that is. Okay, we will, we will. Um, You probably have heard me at some point talk about anxious attachment and avoidant attachment and what happens when those two styles come together. So we're going to dive into that. Um, Obviously, you probably already know about this if you've listened to the show, but I want to make sure you are aware. I am hosting a three-day live event. It's happening September 20th, 21st, 22nd. I only do this once a year. Don't miss it. We'll put the link to register in the show notes. It's the three-day Move to Secure Attachment Challenge. Okay, y'all, let's dive in. So with anxious attachment, this attachment style is actually using sex for approval. The primary function of sex for anxiously attached person is actually receiving reassurance. And I've talked about this before where with anxious attachment, you might even think, oh my gosh, am I, am I addicted to sex? You can develop a really high need for lots of physical connection. And that's probably because you're not feeling reassurance in other ways. You're not getting that secure attachment built in other ways. So you become pretty reliant on sex as a way to feel connected to your partner. Um, Other things with anxious attachment is you will often develop fear of rejection, right? And there's also jealousy, comparison that's coming up. Um, I think about this, like, let me just give you a story. If I was experiencing anxious attachment in my past, and then I developed a physical relationship, the thing is, is that would speed up my emotional investment even more. So I'd be even more invested into the relationship. And then that would also trigger even more catastrophizing, thinking about worst case scenario, thinking about, oh my gosh, are they cheating on me? Whatever. 
basically sex was like adding gasoline to an already anxiously attached fire. So it would really um, increase my feelings of anxious attachment. Not immediately after, not while you're still in the presence of the person, but then as soon as you say goodbye, maybe you're off to work, what would happen? Obsessive thinking, all kinds of, oh my gosh, am I good enough? Where is this going? All kinds of second guessing, right? It just becomes so exhausting. So sex from an anxiously attached place can really amplify whatever emotional struggles you're having, whatever insecurity is already there in the relationship, sex will make it bigger. And then what can happen too um, with anxious attachment you, and this isn't everyone. Okay. I feel like sometimes you go like people be like, Oh, I'm anxiously attached. So everything applies to me. It's all on a spectrum. Everybody has different levels of anxious attachment versus secure attachment. Everybody has different relationship strategies. So this may, may or may not apply to you, but what can happen is that sex can start to be used as protest behavior. So this could be used as manipulation and this can happen with other attachment styles as well, but essentially where maybe you're withholding sex or you're using it as a way to get what you want. And sometimes you're doing this unconsciously. You're not even aware or you're not even verbally doing it, but it's just sort of happening unconsciously. So where sex becomes a tool to try to get what you want in the relationship. Um, And I think another thing that's really, really key here is if we think about, and I want to talk about this for every style, if we think about the actual experience of having sex with anxious attachment, you are going to be fearful of abandonment. So at your core, so what does that mean? It means that you're probably going to have a hard time voicing what it is that you want. So you might struggle with saying, well, hey, I really like it when we do this, or I um, I really don't like that. Please don't do that, right? Or even just allowing yourself to really express yourself, like express your ideal way of being in a sexual connection. Like that might feel really closed off for you. You might have a hard time showing up that way, which by the way, is going to impact your ability to enjoy sex, your ability to orgasm, right? So you can be really focused on your partner's pleasure. So making sure that your partner experiences a really good sexual experience and then not so focused on your own enjoyment. You're probably more wrapped up in the attachment pieces here with anxious attachment, right? Like this is only like reassurance time for you. So you're more wrapped up in that instead of saying, well, hey, how do I actually enjoy this? What does it look like for me to actually enjoy sex? right? Okay. So I want to move on. I want to talk about avoidant attachment. So the research supports people with avoidant attachment style are more likely to engage in casual sex. So what this can mean is that um, they're, they're better able, I don't want to say better, their strategy in relationships allows them to disconnect from their emotions. And these are individuals who probably like have struggled in general, no matter what it's about, whether it's relationships, work, whatever, they've really developed the ability to disconnect from what they're feeling. So that opens them up to more casual sex. And what happens is 
with the physical proximity, that can be so much easier, right? There's not, there, there doesn't have to be the emotional expression. There doesn't have to be vulnerability. You don't have to talk about your past or what, what you need or what you want, right? Like sex is a biological function. So that can become a much easier way for someone with avoidant attachment to build a relationship. So I always tell my clients, we want to think about building secure attachment and then using physical intimacy as a way to deepen that attachment. With avoidant attachment style, you might feel as though physical intimacy is the easiest thing and that that's actually going to be the foundation of the relationship and you're going to start there. And what happens obviously with the anxiously attached person and the avoidantly attached person, when those two come together, right? And they're both sort of meeting, they're meeting their beliefs about what they believe love to be. And then they're having sex what happens is for the anxiously attached person, that is like the reassurance. There's so much emotional investment. Whereas the avoidantly attached person is just seeing that as a physical encounter and that's it. Right. And I think that's where so many people run into issues. Okay. I mean, myself included, that was basically my past dating experiences for a long time. Um, And then I think what is interesting with avoidant attachment as well um, is when emotions do develop, this is where they're likely to pull away in sex or maybe take sex off the table. So if emotions are starting to develop, they're going to even find it harder to engage in intimacy because, okay, it's like that door is open. And now that it's open, that intimacy is there. So then that makes physical intimacy really challenging. So, so this happens, like maybe you have a really intense physical connection for a couple of weeks and then somehow the emotions start developing and then you have an avoidantly attached person who ghosts you or who disappears or who's just not available. And it could be, here's the hypothesis that they started to develop some emotions and it became very uncomfortable and they have beliefs that probably they're not a good partner, that they're going to let you down or that it's not safe for them to depend on you. It's not safe for them to be emotionally close to you. So then they have to disengage as a coping strategy. Okay. So what can happen with avoidant attachment is likely they have, they'll experience more short term relationships, um, or casual, casual encounters. And that those are just more in the comfort zone, right? They're not vulnerable. They're not deep emotional connection. Those are just more, more comfortable. Okay. So, and then we have, um, anxious avoidant, AKA disorganized attachment style. And this is where you actually will find, um, a mix of these two which can be extremely confusing. So this person, and that you might relate to this, this person is really experiencing uh, maybe some casual encounters or they're experiencing scenarios where it is just sex to them and they've really compartmentalized. And then at the same time, they also will have moments where they feel so emotionally invested and it's not just sex and it means so much more right? So it's that pendulum swing between the avoidant attachment approach and then the anxious attachment approach. 
And I think this one is uh, just really, really challenging. And um, all of them are really any attachment style that is not secure has its own set of challenges. Um, and I think what's what's fascinating here is realizing that the way that you experience sex and the way that you view sex is just so linked to your attachment style. So you can have a completely different sex life based on what your attachment style is. And that's why we're doing this episode today. So, okay. So maybe you've been thinking about joining the program. You've been listening to the podcast and you love it. It's helping you, but you know, it's time to do the deeper work. I want to tell you this. You don't have to heal alone. It's so much easier and you get there so much faster when you have support and you have a proven framework. That's why I created the Empowered Secure Love Program. It's for women who are ready to become securely attached so that you can attract the partner that you deserve. And right now, it is the Sexy and Secure September bonus offer. And during this month only, you will get a bonus gift from me when you join the program. And this month's bonus is super sexy. It's the Become the One bundle. And this bundle includes a securely attached communication framework, I am affirmations. So so you can repeat them over and over, the exact affirmations that I used in order to attract my partner. And then also meditation for attracting a great relationship. So you can't get this anywhere else. And I'm giving to you absolutely free during the month of September when you join the program. Don't wait. Now is the best time to work on you so that you can become securely attached so that dating is fun and you're able to attract the relationship you've always wanted. So the link to apply to the program is in the show notes or in my Instagram bio. Let's talk about where we all want to be, okay? We want to have securely attached sex. And I want to tell you beforehand that this really starts with becoming securely attached to yourself. I know it's cliche. Okay. Everybody talks about, well, you have to have a great relationship with you. It's absolutely true. And what I know is that when we can fully accept ourselves, so really working on radical acceptance, self-love, self-forgiveness is huge. A lot of people want to skip over that, but really looking at, well, what are the ways that maybe I failed myself in the past. What are the ways that I let myself down, right? And how can I have forgiveness for that? And then getting to the place of, I really love myself. I really value these things about me. For me, it was part of my body image healing journey, like really accepting that, okay, I have very thick thighs and they are strong and they are beautiful and they've carried me for over, you know, 34 years of life and I accept that I have thick thighs and I love them. Okay? I'm just giving you one example, but being able to get to a place on your healing journey where you're accepting your body, you're accepting who you are, forgiving yourself for past experiences. And this is so important because if I am going to accept love from someone else, and I'm going to allow myself to be vulnerable. I'm going to allow myself to express my wants, my needs, my desires. And I'm going to just fully show up in something that is 
the most vulnerable thing we can do, right? Like having sex with someone and I'm going to truly show up in order to be that vulnerable. I must have accepted myself first because I will be closed off. I will hide things. I will have defense mechanisms. I'll make all kinds of assumptions. I won't be in reality if I'm still not believing my worth, if I'm holding on to stuff from the past, if I haven't fully accepted myself, I will not allow myself to be seen. I will not allow myself to be vulnerable. Okay. So it is a precursor. And when we have securely attached sex, what does the research say? We know that sex is so much more likely to be enjoyable with secure attachment. We know that it is one of the ways that partners create connection and that they experience reassurance. It's not the only way. It's simply one of the ways. We know that with securely attached sex, you're much more likely to engage in a long-term partnership. And let's think about that. This one, I love this. I love this because we all know that it's one thing to attract a great relationship. It's another to maintain one for a long time. And I don't know about you, but that's what I'm wanting to do in my life. And so far, you know, three years almost with my partner, like that's where, where I'm headed. Because when we maintain a relationship, that's a whole different skill set. And what research says is that secure attachment helps us do that. Okay. And why is that? It's because if I am able to be fully myself, am I, if I'm able to express my boundaries, to say what my needs are, to express my preferences, et cetera, right? If all of that is available to me, then I don't have to hide from you. I don't have to shut down. I don't have to go seek something outside of the relationship because I'm showing up open and honest and as I am with you, right? We get into trouble in long-term, whether it's physical connections or just the connection in general, people get into trouble when they start hiding who they are, where parts of themselves are dying, where they feel like they cannot express themselves fully. They can't say what their needs are, right? So if I'm able to maintain long-term good sex, guaranteed that there's secure attachment there. And I can see it as a way to add value to my life. I can see it as a way to experience playfulness, connection, joy, right? And I realize that it's something that I can co-create with my partner, right? And I'm willing to experiment. The cool thing about secure attachment is that it opens you up just saying, well, what is it that I you know, haven't tried or want to try? What is it that maybe I would enjoy? With secure attachment, we're much more willing to take risks. <laughs> we're much more willing to do whatever it is that maybe we feel called to try. So secure attachment supports people building sex lives that last. That's, that's really what I, what I want you to take away from this. And enjoyable sex lives. Because think about this, if my safety in the relationship, like my feeling of, okay, is this going to work out? Is this my person? If that is completely reliant on a sexual connection, that's putting way too much pressure on one thing. 
right? Whereas secure attachment, I am secure. I am emotionally regulated. I feel connected to my partner. We create secure attachment through so many different ways. That just allows me to play and have fun. And it takes the pressure off of a physical connection. So when couples have sex issues, I would say majority of the time, there is an underlying attachment issue. And and that's why I want to help you, no matter what your relationship status is, single, dating, currently in a relationship, it doesn't matter. One of the best things you can do for your relationship and for your sex life is to move towards secure attachment. Okay. So there's obviously so many different episodes that I have on what, well, how the heck do you do that? How do you move to secure attachment? There's a lot of information out there, but I want to just gently challenge you. If this resonated with you, if you know, okay, I really need to do the work. This is a wonderful time. We are a couple months away from 2024 and there's no better time than the present to really do the work. So we have a awesome offer for you right now. It is the sexy and secure September bonus sale. And in this, I'm going to give you a gift. And this gift is completely free. Uh, It is called Become the One Bundle. And you're going to get affirmations. You're going to get communication frameworks lots of resources that you can't get anywhere else. And I will give it to you absolutely free. And that is your your gift right now when you join the Empowered Secure Love Program in September. So I just want to invite you, if you feel called, this is the time. Um, I know myself when I was forced to work on myself, when I was sort of forced to do this healing work, um, I didn't know where to start. There was no framework. There was no Instagram. Do you guys remember like when Instagram was just selfies and pictures of food? That was what it was at that time. So I didn't really have information on attachment theory or information on healing after narcissistic abuse. I had to go find all that the old fashioned way, right? Like I dedicated my research to understanding attachment theory, to understanding healthy relationships. And I had to read a lot of books. I had to throw myself into therapy, go to all kinds of coaching experiences, mentors. I have invested well over, and this number may shock you, but I'm telling you, like, this is my life's work. I've invested well over $500,000 into my education. And I don't regret that. It was the best investment I've ever made. But that is what you get when you are inside of the Empowered Secure Love program. You're getting all of my expertise as a clinical psychologist, but also as somebody who's been there. Like as a human being, human to human, I've been there. I've had to completely rebuild my life. I've had to completely change my attachment style from disorganized attachment to now securely attached. So someone who's been there, someone who's done it, and also the clinical background to back it up. Um, and I'm really proud to say that we have amazing resources inside the program. It's you know based on research, based on actual client experiences, and coaches who are also mental health um, trained in mental health, and, and some of them are mental health providers. So there's nothing like this 
out there. Like this is it. So I want to invite you the sexy, secure September bonus sale. This is the time. Um, And one thing I want you to know is that no matter where you're at, even if you're in a relationship, because I get this all the time, people are like, Hey, I'm in a relationship. Is there a chance for me? Absolutely. Even in a relationship, you can still make the decision to move towards secure attachment. Those are some of my favorite people we help is the people who are in relationships and they come and do this work and then they get to embody secure attachment, bring that back to their partner and totally change their relationship, right? So it's never too late. You're never too old. You're never too broken. There is always the ability for you to learn how to embody secure attachment. And I would be honored to be your guide on that journey. I I personally know, I know it gives me goosebumps. Like I know how painful it is when you're struggling in your relationship life. If you're anything like me, back when I was experiencing disorganized attachment, and you know what's funny is I was I was recently on a plane and I was reviewing all my old photos and what I used to do. I don't know if any of you relate to this. I used to screenshot text messages between like me and the people I was dating because I would just obsess over it and I would just reread these texts exchange over and over and over. Okay. And then I would try to analyze it. Um, I was absolutely spending so much energy on these relationships, but I was seeing some of these text exchanges. Oh my God. So when I was experiencing this organized attachment and I was trying to date these people and I'm in these relationships, it was so much of me trying to convince people of my worth. It was so much of me saying, Hey, I'd really like to see you at least once this week. Or, Hey, do you think that we could hang out? Like, I really miss you. I haven't seen you in a few weeks. It was a lot of me just trying to convince people of my worth and just asking for basics, literally asking for basics. And then I would stay in these breadcrumb dynamics. I would stay in them. I would sometimes express what I wanted, uh, trying to be the cool girl. So like not express too much, but I, I was like trying, but then I would just keep accepting crumbs. Um, so my heart breaks for that version of me and my heart breaks. If that's you, if you feel like, Oh my God, I keep attracting these people who are emotionally unavailable. I keep repeating the same patterns over and over. And all I want is a healthy relationship where you have two people who are emotionally available, who want to co-create a great life together, who want to really build a great life together, right? Um, I really feel for you if you're there and just know it's possible. It is possible. It does not matter what your past is. It doesn't matter how many failed relationships you've had. None of that matters. It all starts with the decision to heal. So I really want to support you as someone who's been there, as someone who's dedicated her life to helping women have great relationships. Like I know how important it is. It impacts you in your work life. It impacts you in your friendships. It impacts you in your family. Like I've shared on here before how having disorganized attachment, it really led to me not showing up for family when they needed me. And that honestly breaks my heart. And I think that's one of the things now 
like that drives me so much is being able to show up for my family because as a securely attached person, as someone who's not putting all her energy into her romantic relationships, I now can give to my family. I can show up. I can be present. It's another thing to be physically present versus emotionally present, right? So maybe there was times I was physically present, but I was not emotionally present. I could not be there for the people who mattered most to me in my life. So that's changed for me now. I am there for my family. I have great relationships with them. Um, and that's because I am securely attached. So it's not just about creating a great relationship with the love of your life, although that is incredible. It's also about who are you in your family, in your work life, like everywhere else in your life, who are you? And I'm telling you that when you become securely attached, you will show up better in every single area of your life. All right. I love you no matter where you're at. Just know, I know you can do this. It's one decision. And obviously if you want some help and you maybe you've been listening to me for a while and you're like, okay, maybe this could work for me. This is a great time to join us. Um, and we have that really special gift for you that you can't get anywhere else when you join the program this month. So use the link in the show notes or the link in my Instagram bio, and you can apply to the program that way. All right, y'all. I'm sending you so much love. I appreciate you. And of course, as always, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk to you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.